Our pick six is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's pick six on Laser 103.3. On this day in 2012, the inaugural Fest was held just outside of Council Bluffs, Iowa, featuring two stages and a lineup headlined by the Pride of the 515. Can't believe that was 10 freaking years ago. Anyway, despite it being the very first with some wrinkles yet to be ironed out over time, it was an awesome show and a really great lineup of bands. Today, in honor of the anniversary, I'm giving you my pick six performances from the inaugural Fest. Starting with number six, The Urge. It's not unusual for a curveball or two to be thrown at fans when it comes to Slipknot in festivals. While the vast majority of the lineup made sense, sonically speaking, having The Urge play the second stage was an interesting choice, to say the least. But the guys put on their usual high-energy show, anchored by 90s staples like Jump Right In and Too Much Stereo, among others. They were fun to watch, even if they came off as oddballs for this lineup. At number five, Machine Head. I've had my issues with Rob Flynn over the years, but credit where it's due. He and the guys put on one hell of a live show. And unless you've seen them a whole bunch, it's difficult to gauge just how deep and varied their back catalog is. Their Fest set focused primarily on music released after 2003, so not a ton of old school material, but I suppose when you've only got enough time for eight songs, that's how it goes. At number four, Serge Tonkian. I heard so much bitching that day from people around me that thought having Serge meant system of a down. And when they realized that not to be the case, there were some disappointed folks. But for those of us who knew the singer would focus instead on his solo material, there was no complaining. Serge is by far my favorite part of System of a Down, so hearing him sing more, even if it wasn't system related, was fine by me. We got 12 songs out of his main stage appearance, including the live debut of Uneducated Democracy, which was cool. Number three, Deftones. One of the more unique set lists I've ever seen from them, the band mixed their more well-known classics like Engine Number no. 9, Digital Bath, and Be Quiet and Drive with some of their newer material like Rocket Skates, Diamond Eyes, and Rosemary. 13 songs in total, including a duet with Serge Tonkian, who came out to perform Root near the end of the set. Coming in at number two, Lamb of God. And if Slipknot weren't on this show, they'd be an easy number one. Though I'll admit, seeing them play a quote-unquote second stage seemed like a downgrade. In reality, the devastation levied upon the surroundings post-show were that much more impressive. Also, this was frontman Randy Blythe's first show back after being imprisoned in the Czech Republic for much of the month of July into early August when he was finally freed. And for those of us lucky enough to have been on hand to witness that, should consider ourselves fortunate because it was damn good. If Lamb of God is a two, no surprise, number one is, without question, Slipknot. Admittedly, this wasn't the tightest I've ever seen them play, but the 17-song set list was near perfect, and there's nothing quite like seeing the pride of the 515 play in front of an Iowan crowd, especially in light of a mostly successful trial run for the Knotfest concept, which is still alive and well to this day. If you were there from the beginning, you were a part of Slipknot history. If you were there, how do you rank the show and its performers? Hit me up. That was Andy Hall's Pick 6. Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. Stay tuned. Your Pick 6 is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.